All right, all right, all right. This is your guy, Davy Jones, here. And this is the Correct Me If I'm Wrong podcast, episode one. Uh, short description, I'm Davy Jones, CEO of No Week Parties, CEO of Mom, Inc., manager to The Shiggy Show, uh, coming here to give you guys a nice podcast, my point of view on things that are going on in the days, and maybe a little motivation here and there along the way. Um, so our first topic today is going to be Forex. Forex is the big elephant in the room right now in the world of entrepreneurship. Uh, some people say Forex is doing very, very good things and it's making these people you know, rich and people are driving these crazy cars and it's changing their lives. Some people saying it's a scam. They're saying, oh, you know, I lost all my money or I lost a good amount of money and I didn't really get anything from it and I feel like I'm being brainwashed. Um, I am sitting smack dab in the middle on this one just because I've understood both ends. I tried it at one point. I did try it. I admit it. I tried the Forex thing um, for about like two weeks, a week or two. And then I had other um, pressing business matters that kind of took over those um, ambitions, I could say. Um, basically, we can start with the facts on Forex. Forex... Apparently, well, what we all know Forex is is foreign exchange trading, but when I say Forex, you know that's not what I'm talking about if you're in the community. What we're talking about are the people who are more so like the Forex zombies, the people who really push you and pull you to try to make them a part of their group and they kind of like, you know, only will talk to you if you're part of their group going to make money for them stuff like that people who seem like they're just sacrificing their social lives to, to join this thing for the money almost selling their soul if, as it appears um, from the right perspective I guess um, from the left perspective uh, these people are hard workers these people are caring these people want to make their lives better they want to do something and they're looking at life and they're saying well shit uh, my 9 to 5 ain't doing shit for me college loan situations I have nothing you know what let me learn this skill and try to do something with this forex stuff um, the facts forex trading is a thing people foreign exchange trade without any type of I markets live any type of um, pyramid scheme where you have to uh, put somebody on your team and all of that stuff um, forex trading is just like almost stock trading you can trade foreign exchange currencies without being a part of all of that so when I talk about forex which I should and which I probably will do now is just separate it, the Forex aspect and actual trading from the cult-like following that's coming along with what's going on. Um, if you guys don't know, you probably do know. Either you're in Forex right now or you have somebody that was trying to get you into Forex or you know somebody who joined Forex or somebody who just posts strictly about Forex. Yes, Forex has hijacked some of our best friends who we used to have great conversations with and now all they do is post story posts of how much money they're making and how you know the business is so easy to get into and all of these things and how they're now p this this money amount of money that they're getting residually so on and so forth um just know one thing about forex if you take your own money and trade you can win or lose fine no big deal if you invest into one of these forex uh, conglomerates or groups where you receive some sort of trading information and let's really break it down this is what it is people who don't know the skill of forex go to these groups and they join them for a little what 160 i think now there's a discount so um it used to be 260 i believe they take their 260 dollars of hard-earned money and they give it to somebody for a membership that includes um i believe it's a few trading tools you get 
Mm, something. Ugh, I haven't looked at it in so long. I should do my research on that. Let me go back. Uh, you definitely do get some trading tools. You get some schooling. You get an IML Academy. That's what it's called. Teaches you the basics of Forex. It's very informative. No big deal. Um, but you have to now, in order to keep this membership, either sign up two people. So get another 160 or $200 from two other people and pay them or they pay their membership under you. And with that, it's already, you see how it's already getting kind of crazy. And that's how people think it's a scam. Um, from that now, what happens is their membership is free, apparently. Um, not really. Uh, they just give you a certain amount of value towards your membership, making it almost free or something like that. Oh, no, no. That's for the three people. With the two people, it, it's free. So whatever the case may be, now it becomes this pyramid scheme of people getting people under them, getting more people under them. And you are only... And no one wants to be seen as they're under somebody. And granted, most of the times you're not, but you're all part of this big conglomerate that is putting in money into the matrix and then them being able to make so much money that they could give you a large amount if you're one of their bigger um, recruiters. It, it seems like a scheme. Um, to the people who do it and do very well in it, they're very... These are the people that are very, very successful and they could have been successful in almost anything else they did. Um, but maybe they didn't have the actual exact opportunity. These are people who have very, very um, strong work ethics and skills, and they've dedicated themselves, and they're probably very emotionally attached to this because it has changed their life, and I don't doubt that they're getting the money. That's the only thing I don't doubt. I think they're getting the money. I just think that the sacrifice of your social life for the money is a little bit, it's a little tough. I would love to do Forex and spread the joys of the world to people who have, you know, the ability to, like, I really just want to utilize a simple skill and make themselves a lot of money and all of that stuff. It would be better if I did it without actually taking money from them. Um, that's my take on it. But I do have a couple people that I did um, involve in Forex and I, you know, feel not bad, but I feel like I do have to help find them any type of way to, you know, improve their life. If, if it's not Forex and something else. Um, anyway, a lot of people on the forex end probably wouldn't like what i said because it's a little real um don't get me wrong people who are not doing forex because you're just lazy that's that's one of the problem you have to deal with if you see the forex issue for what it is and why you don't want to do it and you choose to do things your way your nine to five way you're growing your own business way that's great you can do that but if you have no barrier if you have no skills if not say no skills because i don't want to be um, saying that because there are people who have gone to college and done what they've done and then joined Forex later. And a funny thing about these Forex, um, the big group of Forex people right now, um, they actually started in college themselves. And they are, uh, I think they were in Atlanta, Atlanta fraternity, and they got a, like a whole big link of um, people. You know, when you have like a fraternity, you have a huge network. And they use that network to, you know, do the iMarkets Live thing, grow their thing, and now years later, now they're extremely successful. That's great. Just understand that um, we're not all like them. So don't take one man's success and, and make that your promise. Um, just because somebody gets it one way, um, don't don't just think that that is your way. Maybe you know, you're really good at PR. You're really good in you know entrepreneurship on your own, selling products. You're maybe you're really good at distributing. Maybe there's a talent out there that is amazing for you that you haven't tried yet. So don't think because you don't do well in Forex that you're shitty or you can't, 
you know, you don't have the right work ethic. Maybe it's not your passion. The people who are in Forex, they, they, they latched onto it. They got passionate about it. And now they're going to open people. And, you know, I salute to them. I would like to see them continue to make more money. And what I really care about when you start to see black people making money and wealth is pay attention to how much of they, they actually give back. Because, yeah, you get a Forex-funded person who makes $250,000 a month, but how much money are you bringing back into your community? How much money are you really giving back if you're diving a Tesla and you're doing all this flashy stuff? I really hope that in the back end there's at least, at least somewhere like half or something going back to the community if that's what you value um me on the other end forex is not really my thing i am uh you know me davy jones a party promoter i started no week parties and that was my niche for a little while and then i got into management celebrity management um influencer management with the shiggy show you know very popular and very world renowned for what he's done for the planet and um, now currently we're curating together and co-founding an app called mom mom is going to be an influencer booking app coming out in a couple weeks. Um, it's already in the app store, but not functional. The functional version is going to be dropping in a couple weeks. We just had to play with it. Neither here nor there. Um, my point is business is business. If you're doing Forex and you're doing your business in Forex and you're on point, good. If you don't want to do Forex, you shouldn't shit on it, even though it is kind of funny, the memes. Oh, man, it was a meme. It was a great meme that oh I think it was six nine and six nine was um he was at the court and he wanted to uh, I guess let everybody know about forex and trying to expose forex <laughs> because forex if you really look at it it's kind of a funny type of pyramid scheme but what I will say to forex people be aware of certain things that are going on in your business pay attention to your business changing their websites and changing their look up and changing their logo and then changing the price of what things are because that means that they can change the terms of your contract as well just saying read your contract make sure that you understand what's going on because you are doing forex but you are part of one big company that is paying you and if they stop paying you you just have to learn to really trade and just trade um moving on to another type of business um Billionaire talk. We want to talk some billionaire talk because me, I, I had my million dollar challenge. If you know me, I'm very big on wealth and trying to build wealth and trying to um, expand knowledge to the community so that we can learn and, you know, grow and just be lit. Um, Rich Davy is definitely a lot happier than poor Davy. Um, different problems, but billionaire talk. So my take on life with this whole money thing is if you want to be a millionaire, you study a billionaire. Um, I always reach for the clouds and then uh, if I land, if I reach for the skies and then if I, you know, fall, I land on the clouds type thing. So my goal is to study billionaires. So I don't know if you guys know, there's this amazing documentary that just came up on Netflix called Inside Bill Gates' Mind or something like that. And basically it goes a three part doc, um, one hour each about three different projects Bill Gates is working on and then a little bit about his past. Now, I'm like, Bill Gates, okay, cool. I've heard of the guy. I mean, we've all heard of Bill Gates. We all know he's a billionaire. We don't really know much about him. So I said, you know what? Let me study this billionaire. Let me find out what he's doing in his day that I'm not. I feel like shit is what I can say. I literally feel like shit because this motherfucker works so hard and he's worked so hard for so long. And I know there's been times where I feel lazy or I feel down or I feel depressed. And obviously he was granted way, way better circumstances to succeed. 
just to know that a human being can operate at that level of efficiency is ridiculous. So Bill Gates, obviously, you know, founded Microsoft, and he was working on computer chips from like the age of like 12. He was building fucking circuitry, so he was already lit with the you know mathematics and all the um, computer stuff before computers even existed. So he basically everything that we're using right now he probably had some sort of take on the technology being built cool made millions of dollars microsoft popped um used to think or i used to think rich people were all evil i used to really 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 hate and have a really bad feeling towards people with more wealth than me and it really came from the fact that i didn't understand why somebody else was placed in a certain position and I wasn't. And this was a while ago. This was way before all the work ethic and all the trying and failing and all the stuff like that. But um, you come to realize that everybody is in a place and you can always move. Right now in 2019, you can always move from where you are. There's social media that exists. There's all different types of avenues that you can get money legally, illegal. I wouldn't say be illegal and how you're getting your money, but there's literally millions of ways to probably get money. I know a lot of people with a lot of different ways to get money and it just seems like if you think money is the thing that you need to chase versus happiness, you have it twisted. You have it messed up. And when I watch the Bill Gates doc, I don't marvel at his money. I marvel at how he maintains his life. He has an amazing relationship with his wife. I've never seen somebody have a relationship with his wife like this. Completely equal, very respectful. She and him are 50-50 partners of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and all of this shit. And they're over here making toilets that can... Listen, they made a toilet that can take the shit that you make and burn it, turn it into steam so it makes you like fresh water and electricity and it runs itself. So you don't need no water for it. And this was to solve a problem of kids not having fresh water in like Jakarta or places in India or places with this high density. People in America, we don't really care about other countries because one, we're not taught to care, which is kind of fucked up. And two, because we're not there. If you go to visit places like India, you realize how dense the population is. There's a lot of motherfucking people in there, people shitting on each other, all types of crazy shit going on. Bill Gates said, you know what? I'm rich as fuck, so I'm going to go just save the world and just try to solve the world's biggest problems. So he's he attacked this this problem and you know paid people millions of dollars to invent this toilet which is pretty lit and just learning like looking at how much books he reads and how serious he is about his bag and <laughs> I was like yeah nah I got I gotta stop playing I gotta stop worrying about what time I wake up or you know taking an extra hour to do some bullshit or wasting time because this guy is really on top of it um this whole Bill Gates thing really just taught me one thing um we are all in control of our own destinies. We all are all in control of our own pockets. Sometimes it feels like things are stacked up against you and you know you don't have the ability to, but with creativity, anything can happen. So Bill Gates has this toilet, cool, fine. Not only does he, now the toilet is one project, he has two other projects. He has, he's trying to eradicate polio. We didn't even know polio existed. I didn't know polio existed. I thought it was cured. It is cured in America completely, but there's places in Africa um, where it exists on a large rate. He tried to cure it. He may be killing some black kids over there. I don't know what's going on. I, I've i heard that the polio deaths increase in certain places, they decrease in others. I watched a documentary. It looks like he's trying to help. I mean, I don't know why he chose polio, but, you know, whatever. That That's, 
I don't know. Unless unless this shit is one big old grand scheme over my face to, for Bill Gates to really be the most evil man in the world that just hates. And that's what doesn't make, that's what doesn't make sense, though. If you're the most evil person in the world, I don't think Bill Gates is, like, a racist. He doesn't look like he's somebody who hates black people. So why would he go to Africa just to, you know what I'm saying? But... It, it, yeah, but I mean, he went to Africa obviously to to, to, to fix certain things that are wrong. He he he, United States kind of put him out because United States said, okay, Microsoft, you have this big monopoly, um, we're gonna bring you to trial. Steve Jobs, um, not Steve Jobs, Bill Gates went to trial. I don't think you guys realize this, but Bill Gates went to trial for like three years over this monopoly shit, and then the, and they finally um, vindicated him of being Monopoly, but by that time, nigga, I don't want to do no more computer shit. You got Steve Jobs over here doing his thing. I don't care. Fuck it. Microsoft, let me fall back. Let his man be the CEO. He dipped off and just started trying to save the world. Maybe that's what he's trying to do to help his image. I don't know. Whatever. He was just chasing something. But his wife has always seemed to be pretty lit. Neither here nor there. Bill Gates is trying to save the world. And I'm watching these fucking docs, and I, I normally don't like to binge watch things on, on Netflix because it just literally eats up your time. And I really like to not entertain myself before I get shit done. But that, I feel like watching that documentary taught me something. So that shit was fire. Um, the third thing he was trying to do, I believe, was oh, create like endless energy. He has some nuclear shit that he was trying to do. And I mean, I get it. It makes sense. He's just in the top end of technology. They got this nuclear plant that they can build that'll never like fail. And then even with fucking tidal waves and all types of shit. And it can power the United States for 125 years. And apparently this is a fire dock because it literally, I think it followed him for like eight to 10 years. Like the fire, the most fire docks are the ones that literally follow somebody for years and years and you get to see the whole shit. So basically, Mr. Bill Gates, um, they're ready to do their thing and they're working with China on it. And apparently <laughs> Donald Trump and his trade situation kind of fucked Bill Gates shit up to the point where he can't even do nothing in China. So yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not the best situation, but I mean, you can't really, I mean, he, he has a technology. He's made it this far. He can't say he's not doing anything. Bill Gates, I don't know, man. Bill Gates is a funny motherfucker. He is somebody who was put in a right position to succeed. He had like a great family upbringing. He had, his parents were great. He was lit. Um, what I noticed with Bill Gates is he's a billionaire. He's a huge billionaire and what I also see there's people that exist in this world that are like Kylie Jenner. She's a billionaire as well. She has a lot less years of life and experience, but has accumulated the ability to achieve a billion dollars and what she's done. So what it really made me look at when I seen it, how older people got rich, like Bill Gates, the way newer people are getting rich isn't um, straight off innovation. It seems like a lot of us are really, um, well, not want to start off straight off innovation. It's not off... Um, technological innovation always. A lot of us are getting money off our own personalities and our brands, which is cool. I fucks with it. Um, it's a weird thing. It, it, we Branding is becoming more important than everything nowadays with Instagram and the way you portray yourself. I tell, I tell people all the time, listen, I'll give you some advice. If you think at 2019 that your followers count doesn't matter, you're stupid. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like, your follower count matters to somebody, and that somebody may have an opportunity for you. Just because it doesn't matter to other people doesn't mean it can't matter to somebody when you go out to go and brand yourself. Me, I, tr I don't really go crazy for the follower shit, but my follower count is okay, where it's like, okay, I'm not 
doing the most. Like, I got a few people who fuck with me, whatever the case may be. I'm not out here wilding. Some niggas be out here 7,000 followers and 3,000 followers. Like, you know, if these 4,000 people don't like your content that much, or maybe you could just be a follower. There's nothing wrong with being a follower. I mean, let me not, let me not downtrodden on the followers. Some people are on here just to learn, just to follow. They don't want to reciprocate back. That's no big deal. But if you're out here and you're trying to be a branded person, you're trying to be somebody who's trying to like follow um, the code of you know branding and getting yourself lit or whatever the case may be, you gotta really pay attention to to what what the appearance is. If the appearance is that you cannot convert enough people to follow you, then you follow. That almost appears to be um, seen as like a stigma in a sense. It's not the best thing to say. I mean, but it is reality. Um, don't have to go crazy with it, but definitely followers, you know, does have some sort of attainability on somebody's, uh, or not attainability, some sort of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Hmm. Some sort of gauge of someone's, you know, litness or whatever the case may be or what they're doing. A lot of people do research right now straight off Instagram. Instagram is where it's at, literally. Um, if it's Instagram or it's TikTok, and TikTok right now seems to be for the kids, and I've tried looking at it, and all it is is kid stuff, so I'm back on Instagram. But the talk, you know, will maybe mature in a few years, so gotta keep yourself ready for that. Um, what else we got? Twitter. Twitter is amazing. Twitter is definitely my um, new favorite social media. I'm gonna be using that a little bit more. Do you can do a lot of research there. You can find a lot of people. If you have Twitter and you know how to use Twitter well, that's a very great um, business situation. Um, I had a friend, her name is Diana. She was asking me like, oh, Davey, I actually, I'll see what she said. She says she wanted some help. And I'm like, okay, well, what do you need help with? If you guys don't know, um, if you guys never need help with anything, you can always send me a DM. Normally I'll answer and you know try to help you in the way I best can. Um, but she says to me, she goes, Hey, can you help me with something? I said, what's up? She said, how or what can I do to network more so I can get sports internships? I tried the old way by applying and stuff, but yeah. So I asked her, I said, all right, so do you go to any sporting events? And she asked me about games and teamwork. So let me tell you something. If you want to get into any industry, this is that industry. I'm going to start with sports just because, you know, this is the example. If you use social media correctly, you can get anywhere you want. Now it's it's the world's best tool. We we've now had the ability to connect each other, and now so now if I want to say be into sports, I can go up and look up the top ten sports outlets, sports brands, whether it be Bleacher Report, this that, whatever sports reporting, sports anything sports related. I look at these companies. There's different websites you can go to. I'm gonna show you a couple websites you can go to. Crunchbase, I think it is Crunchbase.com. If you go to crunchbase.com, you can look into any company and anything about the funding, the actual, you know, information on this company, how they're doing. Twitter, Twitter, you can find the social media and the PR or whatever they're trying to put out um, for their own press. You can find out the back end of the company. Um, you can learn about that end. Um, YouTube. YouTube obviously is more visual. You get the media, you get, you know, what this company is. You know, and these are all things that we should use already. Um, so say like sports, I'll do a simple one. I Google sports, I can find out 
who these people are. I can go to the website. I go to the contact or contact us. You can send an email. Or I can look at the little thing where it says who's in the team. I look at who's the top level CEOs and directors and all that. I could email them all once or whatever the case may be. Twitter. Now I got Twitter. I can go search up hashtag this company. I can find people that work for this company. Oh, my God. Don't forget the biggest one, LinkedIn. <laughs> LinkedIn is literally made for this. LinkedIn is ridiculous. It's a little bit annoying. I hate using it because it's like if it reminds me of Facebook. But for what the purpose of LinkedIn is, it's, it's pretty lit. I'm on it right now. I literally, I'm looking for a CFO for Mom, Inc. Um, we're in the funding process with this app, and we wanna, we really want to um, take it to the next level and, and, and fund the $2.5 million that we want to, um, you know, extend the project. Um, I go on... LinkedIn and I can literally sort through uh, what I have is 41 applicants right now. 41 applicants of people who are experienced in the realm of CFO who literally can, you know, hit me. I can go through the whole interview process. I can do whatever the hell I need to do. And then, you know, they can become a part of my team. This is somebody I just found to work for me. So say I want to work for somebody else. All I got to do is type in the sports situation, go, boom. LinkedIn, look, 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 I bet. I'm going to hit all these people with DMs. All I'm saying is, in this world, anything is attainable. Anything you want is attainable with the right amount of creativity. So um, with that being said, don't count yourself out. Um, I will accept more questions, and I will be glad to answer questions, definitely. Oh, shout out to Flipstick. Getflipstick.com. This episode is going to be sponsored by Get Flipstick. Get Flipstick is founded by a black CEO. Um we had a great connection at the um, Revolt um, Summit in Atlanta backstage. He was out there networking and doing his thing. He got Shiggy a flipstick. He got me one, too. And now I'm rocking with it. We trying to work out some deals and stuff. So, you know, shout out to Flipstick. But um, that's shameless plug. Back to what we were talking about was, see, I, I went off on a tangent. But I remember, uh, fuck, what was niggas talking about? Say again? Nah, I was talking more than that. I think I was talking about, oh, how you can do things. Oh, yeah. So you can know, yeah. You, in this world, in this world, you can do anything with social media. It's a very big tool. The internet, you can change your life right off your laptop nowadays. So um, just by putting in the work. So that's my little take on becoming rich, becoming a billionaire, expanding from the topic of making money quick with the uh, Forex thing and maybe making money the long way and becoming a billionaire and going crazy like the Bill Gates thing. I personally think I'm, I sit in the middle where, you know, you have to put a lot of effort and creativity into it, but your and your environment is always going to be the most powerful thing versus your willpower. Um, that's why I like Forex for some people. I feel like Forex works for some people. Why? Because they need a change in their environment to change their willpower. A lot of us are very lazy. A lot of us don't feel like doing something that's routine. A lot of us don't see the results quick enough. So something like Forex comes in and it kind of trains people to kind of, you know, have this scripted, okay, and, and then you could even see it. Like everything they say, it's like you could literally write it down like a script type shit. Like, and it gets, you know, people are brainwashed. There's nothing wrong with that. And people need to get the negative connotation away from that. The way people learn is literally, they have to brainwash themselves. It takes, I think Malcolm Gladwell said, it takes 10,000 hours to master something. So if you take 10,000 hours and you work on Forex, shit, you're going to be good at it. But just don't think that just because you hop into Forex and you do it for two minutes that you're going to be good at it. So that's the, that's the cheese of the Forex shit. And then, you know, obviously the billionaire shit. And then 
for y'all who just want to be regular entrepreneurs, y'all want to, you know, y'all want to start an eyelash business or y'all want to do nails. I'm speaking more towards the ladies because if you guys don't already know, ladies are more um, entrepreneurial than us men. From what I've seen, I've met a lot more women entrepreneurs in the field that are making a lot of money and very successful versus men, which is weird. Very weird, but I mean, I guess it's more industry. Uh, I can't. I mean, I could though. If I'm, if you're really a real man and you really feel good about, I could sell hair. I could sell hair. Yeah, sell hair. That's 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 a, that's a market there, and there's not many men. Look at big old bundles. He was smart. So I mean, like I said, I could sell any shit. I'm gonna sell. Hey, listen. But I, like I said, I don't want to ex- overextend myself into other projects. But if I had the ability to um, work on other things. In the um, in the market, yes. Um, if you guys out there right now, I challenge you: become a better man. Go out there and do the research and find out what you know your your beautiful black women need in their hair, I guess, or your beautiful you know Spanish women need in their hair, or your beautiful white women need in their hair, and you make that product and then take that product and you sell it to them. I don't know. There's 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 many ways to make money. Finding a niche, definitely. Finding something that a market that is available for you to attack and then attacking it is OD. Hold on, there's that fly back. Now that fly's about to. All right, in conclusion, uh, there are many different ways to get money. Uh, many different ways to succeed. Uh, just know that you know your way is your way. Don't gotta shit on other people for doing it their way. Um, understand which way works for you and just do that. And always be passionate about what you're doing. Don't give up, and just be creative. And literally, you will succeed. And just understand it. It takes a little bit of time. Um, other than that, I have nothing else. That's pretty much it. What else I have? Get your money. Do your thing. You know. Mm-mm. I'm going to see you next time. Uh-huh.